Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, my seller friends. Welcome to another episode of the School of Sellers podcast. I am super pleased today to welcome Brienne Wee to our show today. Brie is the mind behind the TPT store, We Madame We, and she has built her business through several seasons of life, and Brie has generously offered her time today to share with us how she balances teaching, business, and parenthood, all while managing to take care of herself. So for those of you in the classroom, you know it's no small feat to balance it all. And I loved sitting down to talk with Brie because I feel like she offers a realistic approach to doing all of the things. And she also gives us a glimpse into her main priorities, even when she's faced with very little time. So this episode is for all of you who feel the need to balance your time a little bit more, but especially for my friends who are teaching full time, running your business full time, and doing anything else that requires your attention. This one's for you. Enjoy, my friends. Well, I am so excited to welcome Brie to the show. Brie, I have been following you on Instagram for uh, several years now, I think. So we were just chatting about how I feel like (laughs) I know you, you know me, but this is our first time chatting. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Definitely happy to be here. (laughs) Yay. So we know you're going to be sharing with us just, you know, the general lifestyle and schedule and all of the fun stuff that goes into being a full-time teacher, full-time parent, and full-time TPT seller. A lot of hats to wear. But before we dive into that, let us get a little background information on you, where you teach, what your TPT situation is, just kind of like, I don't know, just how you came into the TPT world and what you're doing now. Awesome. So I live and teach in the suburbs of Vancouver, BC, so representing Canada here. (laughs) I started TPT when I was on my second mat leave. So my girls are 18 months apart, and I was just like in this world of babies, and I needed some sort of creative outlet. I was also dealing with postpartum depression at the time, and I was like, I need something that I can do, and I had a friend who was doing TPT and I was like, let's just give this a try and do it for fun. So I started it that way. And then it just kind of grew from there. And I come from a kindergarten background. So I was making mainly kindergarten resources in French for kindergarten French immersion. And then I was teaching four days a week at that time in the classroom. And then I came to a point a couple of years ago where I was like, I have little kids everywhere. (laughs) I have little kids at home. I have little kids at school. And I was like, I'm losing my mind. Mm -hmm. And so I no longer teach kindergarten. I am doing a like special ed. It's what we call it support teacher role. So I'm working with older kids with that now. So that has been a big game changer for me mentally Mm -hmm. because I have more capacity at home for my own kids. So that Yeah, that makes a big difference for me. (laughs) That's really interesting. Just like that's a very logical solution to feeling like that. And I know a lot of parents will probably be like, oh my gosh, yes, 
And my husband and I talk about that all the time. Like if we were back in the classroom, how do parents manage the noise and the needs of the younger ones and then come home and do the same thing? But that's never occurred to me. Like, well, maybe older kids are the solution. Yeah. Like I love, I love primary. I love early primary, but the noise was a lot for me. The noise and constantly having people, little people have these needs. So I actually left for almost a year and I only did, like, I was fortunate that I was able to have TPT to kind of back me up on this, but I did a really reduced workload of teaching one day a week and then working on call last year. Mm -hmm. And then this year I was like, okay, I'm going to dabble into work again and just see. I started with three days a week. I've actually only gone to full time in January. Wow. And I'm going till June, but my contract's actually just three days a week at my school. So going forward, I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but oh. it is a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of like deciding where your mental energy is going to yeah. be. And I think just being in the classroom in any capacity at this point and running a business and having mm-hmm. a family, I mean, that's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't have my own classroom, so it's more one-on-one with kids. Mm -hmm. And also for me, one of the game changers for me is that my kids go to the school that I teach at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's only about 10 minutes away from where I live. So we all go together. I try to keep work at work. Like I don't do work at home at all. And I also don't stay super late. I'm just really efficient in my prep blocks. And I'm really efficient in like a half hour, maybe before or after school. And I, I go home and it's family time and TPT time. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like a typical day. I know you kind of just like gave us an overview, but on a day that you are going into the classroom, what do those chunks of time look like? And how does that all shape out over the course of one day? Yeah. So part of the reason I went back to full-time is that my husband has a job where he's three days a week at home, working Mm -hmm. from home and two days a week in the office. So he does spoil me a little bit. So it's definitely a group effort. So on days where he's home or he's around and I usually get up around 6.45 or 6.30 and I can focus on just getting myself ready because the kids are getting, they're five and seven, they're, they get themselves dressed and brush their teeth, go downstairs. And my lovely husband, shout out to Jeremy, um, he makes their breakfasts and lunches and makes my coffee. So I kind of waltz down and go to work. (laughs) I love that. And let's rephrase like that's not spoiling. That is like, that's the new era of men I want to usher into the the world with us working. I mean, me doing more than a full-time job, it just wouldn't be possible for me to do everything. Mm -hmm. So if this is going to work, like it has to be a huge team effort. Absolutely. I get the kids in the car and we drive to work. Our school goes from 8.30 to 2.20, so we get out pretty early. Mm-hmm. And maybe by 3 o'clock, I'm heading home. And I usually get the kids settled with some snacks. And they get to watch a show, and I like to do a workout. I love my Peloton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's family time and dinner time. And then when I work on TBT mm-hmm. is more towards the evening. Like, I'll do it, you know, 7.30, maybe for an hour or two. And that's kind of my me time. Like it sounds Mm -hmm. silly, maybe to some people, like it doesn't really feel like I'm working. Like I love doing it. So I'm like, it's my time. Yeah. Yeah. I think almost all sellers can relate to that. Yeah, I feel like it started out like, I mean, I think we all started just doing something we enjoyed and it was like a creative Mm -hmm. outlet or hobby even. 
I mean, 10 years in, I still feel like that. Like I love escaping to my room and like getting to Mm -hmm. feel some time working on the business. So then does your husband do bedtime as well? Sometimes it depends on who's home. Like it's really fluid. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do bedtime and then I'll hop downstairs and sometimes he will. Sometimes we do it together. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever we feel that day. I'm big into like listening to my body. So if it's a day that I have a lot of energy, I may work for longer. I don't usually ever work past like 10, 30. But if I don't have energy and I just feel like, you know, I need a time on the couch, then I just listen to myself. And there's times where I'm like, I am so motivated. My husband's home from like four o'clock on. I'm, I'm on the computer. So I try to have things that I set out that I want to do each day. Like I write it in my planner. I plan out my week. But if life happens, life happens. I think that's really important, especially as women. I feel like our cycles affect so much about like our energy levels and just the Mm -hmm. time of the month. I think it's so important that you give yourself permission to just take a break when you know you need, not even take a break, just like you said, listen to your body and lay on the couch and relax versus working, which can be hard sometimes mentally Mm -hmm. to like tell yourself it's okay. But I think that's probably a huge mistake that a lot of sellers, including myself, made early on, especially. So I love how you said that you kind of like write down some things in your planner that you know you want to work on. If it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. But like when you are sitting down to plan out your week or however you plan, what do you consider currently like a top priority for your TPT business? Because I'm sure that's constantly changing. Yeah. Decide what comes first. Well, for this season that I'm in right now, I'm also running a membership. Mm. it's called diversity from A to Z. So it's all about holidays um, around the world, diverse celebrations. So that's my priority right now because I need to get those resources to my members Mm -hmm. each month. So, but in general, even without that product creation is kind of my top. And then email is my second. And then I'm trying to go for product optimization, like my listings. Yeah. Products cover like my thumbnails, my previews, my descriptions, and my SEO. And then last is social media. (laughs) I think that's a great order. And of course, everyone's is different, but I feel like those are, if you are someone who is trying to fit in as much as possible, I think that's a really good order of priorities. So, like, I know you said social media was last. So, on the flip side, like, if you find yourself really crunched with time, because we know that happens. Like, what's the first thing you will just be totally okay with not getting done? Social media, I'm guessing, or is it something else? It is social media, like the feed posts. Like right now I have posts that I've scheduled for the month of January, Mm -hmm. but I do my stories and some of my reels, like as I feel, because I really like doing reels. It's fun for me. I like being silly on there. So if Mm -hmm. I feel like posting it, I will. But the posts that actually have text and an image and maybe a graphic, like that's probably what would go. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense as well, mm-hmm. especially the nature of Instagram lately. I feel like reels yeah. and stories are definitely a better use of your time. I also do have a blog, but I have let that go actually, not forever, but just for this season right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important to know what you have time for because it's always when we overplan that we start feeling bad about ourselves. So being really clear on what's important to you and your business now, I think is just such a valuable thing. Mm-hmm to have. Yeah. And I definitely have fallen victim to that where I get so ambitious and I plan so many things. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, there's no way. So one thing that also helps me is I like to try to front load my weeks. Like I have more energy Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then a little less all the way to the weekend. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's such a great strategy. So you'll try to get more done like on Monday and Tuesday and harness that energy while you have it. And then that mm-hmm. way, if you end up doing nothing the rest of the week, at least you had a really productive beginning of the week. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a cool safety net to set up for yourself. Yeah. Are you a TPT seller who knows exactly what you need to do, but you're just not sure how to get started and get yourself into action mode? That's exactly why I started Ignite, which is a monthly TPT work club for TPT sellers just like you who need that extra boost of accountability in their life in order to finally have the business of your dreams. Or who knows, maybe you are working to make the business of your dreams even better. Either way, I would love to have you join our Ignite community so that you can experience the magic of a group of people who just get it. And not only do they get it, but they are there to support you and encourage you and cheer for you every step of the way. Join today at schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. So we're kind of going to switch. I kind of want to hear about your thoughts on being in the classroom, out of the classroom, because you have been in both scenarios. And of course, maternity leave isn't necessarily a break from the classroom because you are still very much (laughs) busy with other things at school. But I think it's important to talk about sellers being in and out of the classroom because sometimes I feel like the narrative that I hear at least is that it's always kind of like an expectation that sellers are like, doing this so that they can one day leave the classroom. And that's just simply not true for all sellers. There are so many sellers who teach now and will be teaching. And so I kind of wanted to talk about the benefits of being in the classroom. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are like, oh, well, are you still in the classroom? But there's Mm -hmm. a lot of good things about being in the classroom right now too, especially when it comes to our businesses, obviously. Obviously, our first priority is always the students. But what is something like you love about being in the classroom because of how it helps you with your business. I feel like it's helpful that we are on the same schedule as teachers. Like we can really relate like when it's report card time, Mm -hmm. when we're getting ready for a spring break, I can really relate to where teachers are at and where their heads are at, which helps for, it helps in social media. It helps for making those connecting points. Also, I get so many ideas from other teachers in the classroom, from seeing like what they're teaching about, what they're thinking about, what the new things are, what are new, like today we have a PD day at school. Like what are the new up and coming PDs that gives me ideas for resources and how I can help teachers. Or if they're looking for something, they're like, oh, I really want to teach about this book, but I don't have any, like, I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, well, I do. I could, (laughs) you know. To get so many ideas. I love that. Do you take many pictures in the classroom? I know you have little ones at home too. So they're also really good for like the photographic opportunities. But I feel like that's like the thing that a lot of people talk about is not being able to take pictures in the classroom, which sounds so simple. But is that something that you find yourself doing often or? Well, I don't even have a classroom. I just have an office. True. Doing support. So I really don't do that at work. But again, I yeah, I do have my kids. 
mm-hmm. but there are also so many mock-ups now where you can add a hand and yeah. add, you know, you get your background and you get your iPad and then you plug your picture in and it looks like someone's doing it. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a problem that would be. I kind of agree. And I feel too, like we're moving towards an era of like, you know, the privacy is so important too. So I think a lot of teachers in the classroom, now that we're talking about this, probably are hearing more and more that they're not even allowed to, you know, take video or photos in their classroom. Yeah. Um, I don't teach anymore the level that my resources are at. Right. Right. That makes sense. But I love hearing the vote for mock-ups because that is seriously, I think one of the best time savers in a TPT business. That's actually our focus for the upcoming Ignite Challenge in February is all about mock-ups. So I agree. I think it's a really creative way to find ways to feature your products without, even if you aren't in the classroom. So I want to go back to the parenting world for a moment, because I think that there's all this talk about parent and mom guilt in the world, but I think it is a very special kind of guilt when you are working, not only working in a school, but then when you take your work home and your girls see you working on your computer and you're not with them, how do you handle those feelings? It's definitely hard. I do feel the guilt sometimes, but at the same time, we always have to like switch it. And I don't ever heard of dad guilt before. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes. I just feel like the kids will see you working and see that that's important to you and see it as normal. Like I felt more guilt when my kids were toddlers, but now that they're five and seven, I can tell them like, this is my business Mm -hmm. and this helps us make money and give us nice things. (laughs) So when they're old enough to explain it, it's a little, it is easier to kind Mm -hmm. of frame that. But I also think it's so, so valuable and amazing for them to see your husband also supporting those endeavors by taking Mm -hmm certain things off your plate. It's definitely a family affair when it comes to mm-hmm. the TPT business. Definitely. Um, and even on sometimes on the weekends, if I want to get some work done where my brain's a little more fresh and it's not the evening, like I try to do family things with them, of course, but he might take them outside to the park for a little while. And, yeah. you know, it's just part of our life. Yeah. I love that. I think it's so important for kids to see us with our own businesses and know what we do so that they can attach value rather than just seeing us typing away at a computer. And another way to frame it in your mind is like, you're not doing your working on your business, like instead of your kids, you're working on your business for your kids. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's so true. That is a, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and just one, just want to add one more thing at my board too. working part-time is possible. And that is a huge, huge, huge thing that you can do to help balance life with TPT. Like, I may go back to it next year. I don't even know. But three days I was working in the school and then having two days to work at home. Yeah. So I don't know if that is options in the U.S. or if that's an option in other boards. But Mm -hmm. that's also something to think about. You don't have to fully leave the classroom. You can partially leave. That's a good point. And so is that like, do you job share in that? Or is it, it's just your position that you're coming to three days a week? In my district, if you have your own classroom, you job share. But for me and my support role, I feel like I lucked out. I have a three yeah. days a week contract at my school. That's incredible. I know in the United States, it's very like dependent. It's just district by district. 
I know that's like an ideal situation for so many sellers. And I think it's generally difficult to come by. But again, I think it just depends on the location. But that to me is like, seriously, the perfect Mm -hmm. compromise. This year is kind of my test of like, if I like full time, or if it's too much, I don't know this next six months. But having that balance or the option Mm-hmm. is kind of, sorry, I just had to add that in because it's, it's a game changer too. I, I think that's so changers. important. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to ask you two, like just for fun questions. This is one of my favorites. If you could bring back one fashion trend, what would it be? Well, I think I bought something that I want to bring back, which is <laughs> coming back, which is the big flare jeans. I just bought a set at Winners the other day, and I'm so excited to wear them. I was like, I have grade nine vibes right now. <laughs> I love that. So they're like the really like, are they the really like big? They're, like, they're pretty big. Yeah. They're are they jeans? Big. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was a fun look. I love right? that. Well, I'm glad that they're coming back because I heard we're not allowed to wear skinny jeans anymore, apparently. I know. So, which I have not let go of yet. So maybe I'll have to get myself a pair of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then last question is, if you could only eat, like you had to eat the same meal for a month straight for every meal, what meal could you eat like constantly? Ooh, it would probably be like a breakfast thing. I love having, I just love having like toast with peanut butter jam and an egg. Oh, like, that's awesome. I actually probably have eaten that for like a month straight at this point. <laughs> <laughs> got some I mean, sweet. It's got my protein. It's great. Yeah. That's a really good combination. That sounds really good. Yeah. That's a very balanced meal. I'm probably going to go and have that before I head to work today. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, speaking of work, I know you have to go. So I hope you have an amazing day at work. And I am so grateful that you were able to take some time to talk to us because like I shared with you before this, I have heard from so many teachers who are doing the TPT thing, doing the teaching thing, and just want to hear from other people who are going through the exact same Mm -hmm. thing. So Thank you so, so much. I so appreciate it. 